This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Tuesday, May 19th. Up next, the Powell and Mnuchin Show. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. There's little question that today's primary macro event is going to be the congressional testimony of Powell and Mnuchin. And while we're not anticipating anything off-message, this will nonetheless be the most tradable event of the day. Equity futures show that the vast majority of Monday's rally remains intact, and treasuries have regained only a small portion of the sell-off during the overnight session. The bounce in U.S. rates was clearly used as a buying opportunity for overseas investors, with the 10-year sector garnering the largest market share, a rare event, while overall flows were nearly twice the norms for an overnight session. These dynamics speak to the conviction behind both sides of the price action. As stocks recoup, marches crash, the bond market benefits from a bullish underpinning. The dip buying has further cemented the range trade, with tens remaining squarely in the 54 to 78 basis point range, as investors continue to skew the odds that a vaccine provides an early resolution to the longer-term ramifications from the pandemic. It's too early in the process for anything more than a glint of optimism. Nonetheless, the risk-on sentiment persists. In yet another level-setting revelation, which highlights the divergence between equity market performance and the realities of the global economy, the conference board's European Business Leaders Survey showed that 39% of CEOs anticipate a two- to three-year recovery period for the global economy. 53% expect that it will be one to two years. While this is very much in line with the guidance from central bankers, both domestically and abroad, it ostensibly conflicts with the melt-up in risk assets. We've been on about how risk assets have benefited from the unprecedented amount of monetary policy accommodation and that rates are anchored lower for the same reason. This isn't new information. However, it has become increasingly evident that the V-shaped recovery hypothesis is not a precondition for the present valuations in the equity market. This observation isn't groundbreaking by any means. After all, Investors have heard a number of disappointing earnings reports and cautions about the global economy suffering for years, not quarters or months. This has shifted into the category of notable as the more cautious timelines have become consensus, while the debate shifts to a swoosh-shaped or L-shaped outlook, and still the S&P 500 has 3,000 squarely in its sight to say nothing of the fact that the NASDAQ is now up nearly 3% year-to-date. The more resilient the bid in risk assets proves to be in the face of an even more dismal depression recovery scenario, the easier financial conditions will remain, leaving Powell and company in the position to rely on forward guidance as opposed to introducing additional stimulus programs. Given the chatter about yield curve caps and the potential for further efforts by the Fed, it's worth a nod to the fact that as long as equity volatility doesn't spike as it did in March, financial conditions won't risk the type of tightening that would warrant a policy response. To be fair, 
Financial conditions show a much tighter environment than prior to the pandemic, thereby providing the backdrop for further intervention should the real economy falter even more than the two to three year runway to recovery implies. The additional benefit to the Fed from the bid in domestic equities is that easier overall conditions counteract the need to experiment with negative rates. Even the timing of the sub-zero rate bets, i.e. in the middle of 2021, are a tacit acknowledgement of this fact. Rest well assured, if the S&P 500 was closer to 2,000 than to 3,000, the conversation surrounding negative rates would have a much more urgent tone. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobalzero.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public disclosure slash.